0: The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy.
1: And hello, mystics and masters in the making. You have tuned to The Open Door, the online voice of The Summit Lighthouse, where we publish promote and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And joining us today is an old friend and colleague, Reverend David Dry. Tom, Terry, good to be here with you guys again. (laughs) It's always good to have you here. We like you a lot, for one thing, but I also (laughs) want to note that today is a very special gift to all of you listening in that we're going to be playing portions of, I think, David's favorite lecture. You know, I've been a
2: part of this teachings for 40 years, and of all of the dictations and lectures I've heard, this is my all-time favorite. And we'll talk about that some more through the program and try to help you understand why the significance of this lecture is so critical.
1: Well, as I'm sure uh, many of you, perhaps all of you have noticed, that over time, we tend to return again and again to certain topics. And in particular, the topic of the heart. As uh, you've heard us say many times, we ascend through the heart. We can do our decrees through the heart. We can expand our threefold flame in the heart. The heart is very, very important. So let's start there. You know, what is it that? Why is it that we continue to stress the importance of the heart on our spiritual path?
2: Well, I, I think it's important to remember that all great mystics, all great religions. When you think about the founders of these groups and the founders of these theologies. The key thing that caused the organization to grow, that caused their movement to take off was the flame that was burning in their heart. Mm-hmm. The heart really is the seed of consciousness. This is something that the great Buddhas talk about. This is something that, that the great Adams have discussed. We've talked about this many times here on a radio show. And so the lecture that actually we're going to play extras from is out of the heart are the issues of life. And so for when we look at life today and we look at what has impacted society and we think about the great key figures in our history, the one thing that ties them together really is the quality of their heart. Yeah. You know, and you've heard the expression, you know, you experience life through your heart, not through your head. And I think there isn't a single person out there listening on this <laughs> radio show today. <laughs> It really doesn't get that because you know you've, you've been with people that are highly intellectual, and sometimes you've wondered, gee, I wonder if this person you know could show more heart. <laughs> you know, you certainly know the people that are heart people, we all you know experience this growing up. So, this is really something that's important to look into in a much greater detail.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, one of the interesting things we always I won't say we don't stress this enough, but perhaps we should is that the heart is the central chakra, there are three below and three above, and they, they tend to converge, if you will, at the heart before they express outward. And uh, as you'll hear Mrs. Prophet speak later in this uh, in segment two today, talking about the heart chakra having 12 petals. And the 12 petals correspond in some respects to the cosmic clock. So we're on cycles here. We, 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 we traverse this path in segments and initiations, and the heart is central to our initiations
2: I think one of the key things to, to remember as for everyone who's been listening to these radio shows is that what we've tried to help you understand is that the, this, the, the key to actually getting back to God is opening the door to your heart. This is what Jesus saw He said, I am the open door that no man can shut and Jesus Jesus really understood that flame in the heart to be the universal Christ and so in order for us to, to experience that within ourselves, we have to figure out a way to open that. Now, the Brotherhood has given us teachings about the violet flame, the science of the spoken word. We've heard many times in a number of our, our sessions where we've talked about things that people could do, you know, to begin that process, like, oh, yeah. you know, work as a volunteer, learn how to um, help out in some in some fashion, do something you have no experience doing, like volunteering at a hospital. Serving life. Serving life, learning how to understand how you might be able to provide comfort for people. And I, I personally have watched this over the uh, 15 years that I was an emergency medical technician and also working in the ministry mm-hmm. for the, for the almost 30 some year, 33 years now, I, I've seen this, how this has impacted people personally who have had the courage and the willingness to do this, to try something like this when they've had difficulty opening themselves up. And it, people oftentimes talk about this great healing that takes place within oh, yeah. them when they learn how to give. Remember Jesus said it's better to give than to receive. So this is the, this is the process and the path of opening up the heart that, that's, um, you know, if you haven't tried this and, and haven't, you know, experimented with this, it can change your life.
3: Well, you know, yeah. go ahead, Terry. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, serving in a soup kitchen or something like that. And then a song, of course, that comes to mind is, you gotta have heart. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of heart songs, you know. it's uh, So it is very central it's to It's in our consciousness.
1: Well, you know, going back for a moment to the point I was making earlier about the heart chakra and the 12 petals. Um, One of the things that we're going to hear a little bit more expanded upon today is that written on the 12 petals of the heart is our astrology, and this is the alchemical formula for our individual life stream and our plan for this embodiment. I bring that up because this is the embodiment we're in. We can know all we want to know about past embodiments. It doesn't really matter in this moment because here we are now with a distinct plan, a blueprint, a pathway, teachings. And their heart is illuminating all of that.
3: And you got to get you got to get out of the head. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, we all know what it's like to run into an intellectual who is just totally in their head, and you, and you think to yourself,
2: what What's with this vibration that I sense? You know. So. Well, I've often talked too about the fact that knowledge is not a reflection of your mastery in the path. It's not a reflection of who you know. Really, what true inner mastery is. The reflection of that is the people who are able to give and to really give and to serve. Like Mother Teresa is a a really great example of that. You know, she wasn't highly educated for sure, but what she was able to do to transform the lives of so many, and including the five thousand nuns that eventually wound up, you know, following in her in her (laughs) order, um, is really quite something. And so, you know, this really is this is really the key when we all contemplate God and contemplate the desire to return to God. And you know, what what will we? What, what can we say at the end of our life when the the karmic board and the masters ask us, what have you done now with this opportunity that you've had in this life? What can we say we've actually done and given and served? And I think that's a great starting place for, for a sense of measurement.
1: It's a great, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love distilling things down to billboard size or even down to... Bumper sticker size. Bumper and one of the, you just said it, and I'll repeat it, because what David said a moment ago is very important, that knowledge of the path is not the same as walking it.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, there's a very distinct difference, obviously, between what you know and what you do.
2: There's a great, the, the great drama is outplayed in the, in, in the life of Jesus, you know, when he was confronted by the Sadducees and the Pharisees. That's a perfect example of the, of the collision between, you know, someone who is, is operating from the heart versus <laughs> the intellect, and we've seen it over and over and over again. Some of you, those of you out there that happen to <laughs> serve in the ministry, uh, regardless of what your faith is, uh, have heard this term "religious politics" before. Oh yeah. And religious politics is a great example of, you know, when when there's disagreements and so forth, how they get handled. And I think one of the things, you know, I've I've learned over the years, it's it's not so much what happens, but how you handle that that event, how you handle that process, and that right there is a reflection of the tenderness of your heart and your caring. Because ultimately what God's gonna be looking at is, how have you cared for every soul yeah. entrusted yeah. to your care? How have you comported yourself? And the simple fact is if you've made a mistake, if you've done something that's harmed someone, or you were cruel to a brethren or a sibling or you know, a spouse, you can learn and understand how to change that and improve on that. And I think the, great, the other great part of the heart is the humility that comes with it. You know, people that really function from their heart often are incredibly humble and open and, and you know, flexible.
1: You know, a, a lot of us have learned over time in studying our psychology that we have pockets of hardness of heart. And hardness of heart is not always easy to detect because it can come in the form of impatience, um, anger, frustration, irritation, and on the other side, as rage. I mean, it can be the sort of thing that you, it's like religious politics cause you to take a stand perhaps in, in a certain place and you harden your heart. To the pleas of those who maybe want you to open your heart to see another side of this equation, so I think that the hardness of heart issue is one that we can all learn from because we probably all have little bits of it here and there.
2: Well, I think we can all relate to what <clears throat> what we've learned through through medicine in the last thirty years, just about the heart itself. Oh boy! <laughs> and and I think people's people's livelihood. How they've comported themselves in life is often not pictured in their physical bodies. And so what's the, the wonderful, it's not a wonderful passage, but I remember the passage, men's hearts shall fail them for fear. So, you know, if, if you're confronted with great, uh, in great adversity, you know, if you've closed yourself off to God, if you've not opened yourself up and allowed the spirit of, of God and life to, to help you in these difficult challenges, these are the things that could happen, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I learned something very interesting very early on. I, I knew a friend of mine who was a, a cardiac nurse who worked with dr Dr. DeBakey, who was one of the pioneers of oh, heart yeah. surgery, and she was talking about <clears throat> this tiny part inside the heart that no surgeon will ever touch. It's called a, the it's either the aisle of hiss or the bundle of hiss, and I cannot remember exactly the term, so forgive me for that, but hmm. they never disturbed that because what what she shared with me, which was something that that she learned through her conversations with Mrs. Prophet That's where the threefold flame in a physical sense is actually anchored in the heart. And so that's why surgeons are very mindful of that. Uh, But I thought that was fascinating to have that. And so, obviously, without your heart working very well, (laughs) life is a terrible struggle.
1: Could this equate to the secret
2: chamber of the heart? Yeah, I believe that does equate to the secret chamber of the heart, you know, that where that threefold, that's where the threefold flame is anchored, you know, and and so there is a corresponding place in the physical as opposed to, you know, relating to the spiritual.
1: Well, you you say, you mentioned it as kind of a tiny thing, and I remember some of the teachings that I've heard where the masters say that the secret chamber of the heart is like a cathedral. It's where your Christ self, uh, that's the abode Mm -hmm. of your Christ self, and it's a place where you can go and commune with your Christ self. As if you're in a huge cathedral. And the wonderful thing about I this love that image. Wonderful thing yeah. about
2: this image, Tom, which is really great, is you create that inner altar. Mm-hmm. You visualize what that is for you. You place the things on that altar that are the most important to you, whether it's your you know spouse or you know, career <laughs> or whatever the case might be focuses the monstrance and so forth swords so you know this is part of the, <clears throat> this what is part of the you know, this is part of the the great journey you know you create this thing and then what you the, the great simple teaching is what you think what you feel what you place your attention upon that is what you magnetize to yourself so what it, what do you want to magnetize to your heart what is it that you want to be focused on that draws the healing light and the, and the and the flame to your heart so your heart can grow and expand
1: you know it has been said that we will make our ascensions through the heart of Jesus I don't know if that's an exact accurate quote or not, but I remember thinking that that Jesus that is being referenced there is really the Christ. And it's through the Christ that we will ascend and the Christ is manifested through our hearts. Exactly. Full Tom. circle.
2: Exactly, Tom. I think that's the greatest tragedy with with uh, Orthodox religion today is the fact that instead of people realizing that that Christ burns within their heart, that is the universal Christ that lighteth every man that cometh into the world, mm-hmm. they now have a you know a humanistic or human, you know, personal savior as a man, rather yeah. than actually, you know, understanding that what he achieved we could also achieve, which is what he taught
1: us. So. Indeed. Well, it's great having you here. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, that, 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 that is the central point where we've have, this ministry has meant to convey that thought that Jesus was the rule, not the exception, and that we then rise to the level of our Christ self through our practice, through our diligence, through our hearts and And this is what
2: Gautama taught as well
1: too
3: and it occurs to me that this is the flip side of the pancake of artificial intelligence (laughs) there is no threefold flame there on that side it's
1: mechanical
2: indeed totally mechanical even though we love 3PO it's just the way it is
1: (laughs) (laughs) well we've got to take a quick break right now but when we come back the heart chakra astrology the cosmic clock and the threefold flame don't go away
0: Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
4: At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self.
5: For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads.
4: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America
0: Empowerment. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by The Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: And we are back. Thank you so much for staying with us. Today on The Open Door, we're talking about the heart. And we really cannot say it any more simply than this. Your heart is the key to your victory. Here's more.
6: I was musing upon the heart, the heart chakra, and the twelve petals thereof and I began to see hieroglyphs written on each petal. Now each petal does have a vibration for which there is given a Sanskrit symbol. Beyond this symbol, which is the tone that is chanted for each petal, there is then written the life plan of the individual upon these twelve petals. And as that life plan is translated down to those embodied upon planet Earth, so there is written the divine astrology upon the twelve petals, which are, you might say, the petals behind the petals. On the petals that are in view we see the astrology which is the alchemical formula written by the lords of karma for a life stream in the particular embodiment the formula is written in the heavens as weights and measures of planetary spheres fixed stars cosmic rays and secret rays Are brought to bear upon the life of the individual life stream this is recorded as if in Akasha and from the moment of birth this is the individuality of the soul since the virtues of God are infinite whatever the given chart of a life at birth be. The individual is not boxed in by this astrology, but he must find the unique way to turn the key in the door of each placing in his chart, each point, and of all of the transits that occur throughout a life, and those which are noted as well on the progress chart. Thus, if one can find the alchemical key to the combinations of planetary spheres and the unseen and seemingly unwritten secret rays, one may discover that the soul has infinite opportunities to expand God-consciousness through these twelve petals. The uniqueness of the teaching of the cosmic clock By beloved Mother Mary, the uniqueness, as the application of the science of the spoken word by Saint Germain, does truly give to all keepers of the flame the means of transmutation of personal karma before it does become physical, by the charting of that karma and psychology on the cosmic clock. This, combined with attentiveness to the movements in the astrological chart, affords every individual life stream on planet Earth, regardless of how difficult or easy the chart may be, an equal opportunity to attain the ascension in this life. Astrology must be seen then as a path of initiation, of hurdles that must be leapt over. It must be seen as tests not passed in previous lives or as tests passed victoriously which now become springboards to victory. Thus the signs of victory of past incarnations are everywhere in the astrological chart but one must identify victory not as something that is easy, but as something that one is given to master. Thus, the uniqueness of the heart chakra is the uniqueness of a life pattern and a life stream, and all that converges in a given life as divine opportunity. When hands clasp in a warm handshake, Friend to friend, or by way of introduction, there is passed to each one the code of identity. Thus one comes to notice that no two individuals are alike, no two have a like vibration. One has an immediate sizing, a sizing up as you say, of the personality, the vibration, and what is hidden that may be revealed. The individual's handshake then becomes a calling card. It is a computer code of all of the identity of that individual. Few can read it, but it is transferred to the soul, to the brain, to the Holy Christ Self, and it is filed. Thus, one has stored in the computer of the mental body, as well as in the higher consciousness, the record and memory of many life streams. When you meet again, embodiment to embodiment, there is an updating of that individual life stream. As the new chart and the new birth does give to that individual, it is hoped, new opportunity unless, of course, opportunity was squandered in a previous life. Therefore, it is possible to record some individuals who have reincarnated whom you meet again have taken backward steps and are not as bright or accomplished in this life as they have been for wrong choices made, for sullying their souls in the mire of the world. I would speak to you then of the meaning of this chart and this astrology and how a very similar or even identical chart written upon the petals of the heart chakra might still find two individuals at polar opposites and entirely different in expression Now we come to the illumination of the heart, the love of the heart, the will of the heart, the cosmic honor flame of the heart. Without the light of the heart, one cannot even see the divine plan or one's own life pattern. And one may wander aimlessly, although the compass of life and the chart thereof Is clearly written within. Therefore, beloved, the point of God mastery through the heart, through oneness with the mind of the Holy Christ Self, through the expanded threefold flame, through all diligence of invoking the violet flame in through and around the heart chakra, For transmutation of all burdens on the physical and the spiritual heart. All of this then does result in the manifest expression of the individual. The individual whose heart flame does burn brightly, whose consciousness is one in Christ universal, does wear then the stars of the heavens. And their positioning in his life as a motif upon his garment much as you would visualize dear Merlin with a midnight blue coat and diamond stars and patterns of his own astrology embroidered thereon by angel ministrants thus the great magician Merlin as he does wear indeed the true pointed cap of the wizard does show to us that by the heart the quality of the heart and the ray on which one does master the heart we'll show forth the individuals victory over the hurdles the challenges and the easy rides that are variously manifest through these astrological configurations. As you make your daily and annual trek round the petals of the heart chakra, as round the cosmic clock, and as round the heavens, you truly journey as a sojourner amongst the stars and planets. If you are wise, you will gather and call forth the causal bodies of these planets and the victorious ones who have earned their stripes through these planetary spheres. You will come to see, beloved, that without the expanded threefold flame, one cannot be the master of his destiny. It is simply an impossibility. Therefore, with all thy getting, Get the threefold flame. Get the expansion of the threefold flame. Prime the pump. Express love, express wisdom, express the goodwill of the Father, express the true cosmic honor flame of the Goddess of Purity, of the Divine Mother.
1: Those are wonderful marching orders. Prime the pump express love, express wisdom, express the goodwill of the father, express the honor flame of the mother. that about covers it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back for more in a moment. Please stay with us.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
7: Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org
5: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
4: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: And once again, we are back. Thanks for staying with us. Today, we are being honored in the presence of our Reverend David Dry, a friend and colleague who uh, has graciously shared his time with us today, particularly because this, um, I hesitate to call it a lecture. Maybe a sermon is a better word for it, but whatever it is, it's beautiful, timeless, very important to be heard.
3: Well, you know, people can speak from the mighty I am presence in the Holy Christ self, and it feels like this is coming directly from that area.
2: Well, I think the important thing for everyone to recognize is you can purchase this lecture out of the heart of the issues of life. You can go to our Summer University bookstore and buy it online. It's a beautiful DVD, and, and I was telling the guys during the break that as you watch this, those of us that had the opportunity to be with Mrs. Prophet, you really, and, and if you had an opportunity to listen to a dictation on video, you really feel like this is a dictation at the very beginning as she begins to describe what she sees Indeed. in her meditations on the heart. But then there comes a time where she begins to share, and and I think we have one more clip. Well, she'll be she'll begin to share more of the personal kinds of examples, and you begin to feel what her personal experience was like like individually with certain people that, you know, actually. Passed their tests and actually opened Different sections of their heart And I think everybody can relate to that you know, I, I
6: agree, that. well let's go right to it Here's more now The great mystery of the heart Is that all issues of life Are revealed therein The issues of life Are karmic circumstance Relationship Opportunities, livelihood Calling All of the thoughts of the mind all of the expressions that a life stream may experience. You walk then the earth with a sign, truly the signs of the heaven and the signs of the earth written in the heart. By then, Saint Germain's mantra, I am the light of the heart shining in the darkness of being. That darkness of being does represent the electronic belt, the dweller on the threshold, and the astrology that hangs as a burden, changing all into the golden treasury of the mind of Christ. That is what the light of the heart can do. The light of the heart must be light, light in weight, joyous. When you begin to feel the heaviness of the heart, and are weighed down, it is because that fire must burn more intensely. The violet flame will assist you in achieving it, accelerating the momentum of the threefold flame. But, beloved, the threefold flame will not expand except by deeds. It is action that does expand each of these plumes. Action, right action, nullifies wrong action of the past, karma. To have thoughts of love or write poetry of love is sweet. But to take and quaff the elixir of the ruby ray and to become with Lord Shiva a whirlwind action of love This is to conquer time and space and to liberate souls. Pity is not enough. Romanticism is not enough. Kind words are not enough. The flame of the heart of divine love does grow and intensify in great strength as you serve to set life free, to rescue life, to love life until... Those you love are made whole. A wisdom that is knowledge contemplated will not expand. The wisdom plume of the heart. This expands only by taking wise dominion over karmic circumstance, over every opportunity, neglecting not responsibility, duty, helpfulness toward life. If you have intelligence and knowledge and understanding and wisdom, you are compelled by cosmic law to share it with others. Teaching is the action of wisdom. Decision-making is the action of wisdom. But no plume is complete without the others. Thus the will of God enters all decisions, and the compassion of God cannot be left out else decisions will not be correct. Wisdom is selflessness that is not blinded by the self. It is a surrender unto divine law completely placing oneself under the law yet in dominion over all circumstances of time and space. Wisdom then is truly illumined action but action cannot be illumined except the fire of the heart burn where shall we go Lord for we must have a threefold flame and a light that expands in order to exercise its plumes the blue plume of the will of God that is divine power must be the will of God in action those who have determined not to do the will of God, but to take his power from his little ones, to steal the light, to take the love, these have the antithesis of the heart flame. They have in the place of a heart flame a mechanized, mechanical replica thereof. It is different in all but in none does it resemble the real divine spark. Thus the will of God that is good is a free will that is exercised to confirm and affirm God's will in action. Not God's will contemplated, but God's will in action. The flame of Christhood developed these three together in all of one's daily life is the sharpening of the sword for the defense of God on earth for the defense of God in his light bearers in his little ones always serving for the betterment of life for the protection of the innocent for the binding of those who interfere with the cosmic and global plan for peace and for freedom. Thus, with this teaching as a foundation, the Knights of old of Camelot knew their calling and their responsibility hour by hour to champion the cause of truth and virtue and honor and justice by challenging all that would assail, all that would be the antithesis of these attributes of God in the body politic, in society, in daily life, in all that would affect children and every part of the community. The threefold flame, beloved, is expanded by expanding God's kingdom on earth. God's kingdom is God's consciousness as it is framed in communities and civilizations. And so you see those who defend life as the threefold flame of life in all expand their own heart flames. But those who dare not challenge the force of the anti-word within themselves or the force of the anti-Christ, those who find alternative paths where they are not on the front lines of receiving the light of God, embodying it and helping others to do so are those who avoid the binding of the dweller on the threshold that does represent the cumulative negative karma, hence negative astrology of the individual. Since there are many who will not say die to the dweller, hence there are many who will not say, welcome to the living Christ. Those who refuse to put down the dweller are not actively engaged in balancing and expanding the threefold flame. Those who would like to do so but are not able are those who, given their immediate expression of the threefold flame and given their immediate manifestation of the dweller, are caught between the two unable to exercise the capacity of their Christhood to the level necessary to slay the dweller, they find themselves without the ability to move forward. And hence the search for the teacher begins. One begins to understand the necessity of the bonding with the teacher. And more than the teacher, the guru who represents and is the God-man, the God-manifestation. Where a flame does burn, a mantle is given, a hierarchy is bound. And therefore, the entire weight of that hierarchy, such as the Great White Brotherhood, does assist each individual who does so put his hand to this plow. Plowing a straight furrow of consciousness, studying the word, knowing the word, knowing the path and the law, using these in the defense of the soul, clasping the hand of the guru and then understanding that through that one there may indeed come the increase, the increase in the spark. Therefore, I will tell you of Jesus' dictation through me. A number of years ago, You may have forgotten it. You may never have heard it. But you ought to listen to it. For Jesus explained that his mission was to come to reignite the threefold flame in all who would take once again the opportunity to forge a path of personal Christhood. And therefore he came to reignite that flame in those in whom it went out, who would serve a path of chilaship until the divine law would accord them that opportunity. I think every day what a blessed experience it is to be able to decree, to be able to make the call, to be able to increase light in our temples, in our chakras, in our threefold flame, knowing that as we, the prospective brides, of the bridegroom, the divine spouse, may be the waiting brides and may know that when, by meritorious deeds, by love, by devotion, by service, by the things that we can do by the grace of God, the things that we are able to do, we develop a momentum. There may be increased in us by increment that fire. I think Many of us would be surprised to learn that the opportunity we have today is our final opportunity. It is true for many good people, and it is quite an amazing thing to realize that this is the day and the hour appointed for our salvation. You might say it is the final opportunity in this manbantara, this great cosmic cycle, but whether it shall come again in another cycle We do not know. And so, for all intents and purposes, it is our final opportunity. God does not reveal to us all at once our past or why we have come together with such an earnestness, such a determination, such an intense sense that this is the hour and the moment when all other things must be subordinated. This is the moment when, by love, by true wisdom, and by true power, we must enter in uh, opportunity
1: momentum this is the hour appointed for our victory back in a moment
0: success starts here voiceamericaempowerment.com it's your
5: world change your life.
4: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: And we left the uh, previous segment with some very important key words opportunity, momentum. We could add action, honor, I, I purity.
3: Was, I was uh, highlighting most of the
2: transcript.
1: <laughs> it's, it's hard not to. That's a beautiful transcript. <laughs> I, I know.
2: Oh my <laughs> gosh. <clears throat> well, one of, the things, one of the things I've been, uh, Tom and Terry, and I've been talking about during the break, I, I think there is so much in this 45 minutes. It's unlike many lectures you might have, and to be able to recognize and understand that the the reason why we are here, and later on, Mother talks about why are we here, you know, what is our purpose in life, which we won't play that today, but the simple fact is we are here to, in some measure, increase the fire of the heart in our life. Indeed. And our life is our opportunity by God to expand his consciousness here on earth. And so... Whether we, if we accept that then, and if we believe we can follow through on that, which is what every avatar, every teacher has ever left us as a record, whether it was Jesus or Gautama or any of the saints, the Apostle Paul and so on and so forth. And then you actually go and experiment with this and you actually go and try to do this. I can certainly share hundreds of examples of people that I've known in my life who have gone and done this and watched. I personally have watched the transformation of their souls by doing this. And I think this is something that that every soul knows. I think we all know this at an inner level. And this lecture really helps to pull that out and make it simple, clear, and concise. Touch a little bit on on what you were mentioning
3: about 1875 and this this kind of this window that we've had here for, call it, 150 years. Yeah,
1: um, David, before you do that, because I think it's very important, I'm sure there's some people out there going, tell us the title of that piece again, please. It's Out of the Heart. Out of
2: the Heart are the Issues of Life. That's the title of the lecture.
1: Right. I think if you go to tsl.org, to the bookstore, you'll find it in DVD form. Right. There's visuals along with this. The (laughs)
2: the cassette, the album comes with a beautiful DVD, but it also has an audio as well. So you can record it for your iPhone if you'd like.
1: Yes, indeed. Well, I mean, again, Out of the Heart are are the Issues of Life. Yeah. So I'll segue back to you with Wisdom is Illumined Action. (laughs) <laughs> well, the
2: reality, the reality is is that that when we try to understand, you know what is the difference between those who have achieved you know great spiritual enlightenment, you recognize that the key to that was how they lived their lives and how they served life. That's really the key. Mm-hmm. The other thing which Mother refers to in this lecture is our time, our opportunity. She refers to many. For many, this is the final opportunity. And I know we've talked about this in previous shows. About cycles of opportunity, indeed. But, you know the twenty twenty five thousand eight hundred years of the twelve cycles of the zodiac. <laughs> you know, it's it, there's a lot of really deep uh, mystical, uh, complicated uh, issues. But I think in terms of, of where we are today, if we recognize that, and we 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 do a deep dive into the teachings, and you you apply yourself, and you really begin to study and read. Um, and I've talked oftentimes about the climb the highest mountain books, oh, yeah. which you can get through the through the TSL. Um, bookstore these are the things that really help us to understand what really is happening in life and once you begin to see this now and you begin to look at you know how people are comporting themselves in the world you can see the difference between light and darkness okay i don't want to say so much good and evil but light and darkness because the decisions that we make the things that we do how we comport ourselves all have consequences so what separated the saints from the sinners (laughs) Okay, if we look through history, Mm -hmm. what's the difference between a saint and a sinner? Effort. It's that simple. It's just Mm -hmm. effort. Mm -hmm. So these souls you know, understood what Mrs. Prophet was saying in this lecture, they began ways to learn, you know, themselves how to serve people and to love life. And, you know, I can just simply say from personal experience in my life in the ministry, I'm not remotely the same person today that I was even five years ago, or even when I started my, my role as a spiritual director, because serving people, being with people, learning from people, understanding their needs, and then you yourself working on your own psychology, your own state of awareness to get to a place where you can be there as Christ was there, as Paul was there, as Mother Mary was there, as many of the saints were there, whether they're from the East or the West, their impact, who they became, that flame that people experienced, that was the conversion. It wasn't about knowing doctrine or knowing text or being able to repeat, you know, unlimited numbers of scriptures. It was about understanding who these people were, and becoming what they represented. This was the great simple simplicity well, well, of Jesus' teaching. You know, the well, works that I do, ye shall do also.
3: Well, yeah. even the, uh, uh, the theosophical teachings t- to me are are uh, quite intellectual, and and it's hard for me to read them. And that was a different dispensation. That was like uh, the yellow.
2: And, yeah, I, I and think, then we went through a blue, and yeah. now
3: we're going into a pink. So well, the, in
2: 1875, the Brotherhood released, you know, the dispensations for Theosophy. Right. You know, then came the Bridge to Freedom, the I.M. activity, the Summit Lighthouse, and so forth. Yeah. and of course, our culture and society moved rapidly over the last two centuries of change and so forth, and the Brotherhood simply adapted to that. But I think really, instead of trying to worry about the blue plume, the yellow plume, the pink plume, it really is about giving and serving Indeed. and learning how to do that. And and I think the simpler you can you can you can create something for you a challenge for yourself to work through the better
1: well I'll go back to my favorite uh, bumper stickers you know that knowledge of the path is not the same as walking it and that wisdom is illumined action
2: right right and of course the only way you can really do this is you have to actually do it you know you can you can <laughs> yeah. like you can learn how to become an emt but until you actually go out there and learn how to do it yourself and help people and put the bandage or the splints on and that's a simple analogy but mm-hmm. you know the same thing with medicine until you go out there or or, or you know counseling whatever until you go out there and do it <clears throat> apply yourself get involved you know Do your devotions. Nothing will change. It's the action that creates the
1: change. Well, and you don't really try things. As Yoda said, there's no try, only do. Only do. (laughs) Yeah,
3: Yeah, since we're in that Star Wars cycle. (laughs) Yeah, try and take this pencil from me.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Well, you can't. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a great, it's a wonderful life. You know, I, I think... I love the thing, I love the movie, The Wonderful Life, you sure. know, and you realize what what a simple man did to transform an entire community, you know, and, and he never thought much of it. And of course, the humble don't, you know, it's just who they are and who they became. And, and of course, the footsteps that Christ left us and many of his disciples, you know, for these last 2,000 years has been profound.
1: When we live the teachings, we exhibit an example that we may never know what impact it has on other people, but it goes out as ripples. It does. It has an effect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well this, this has been. Just, I mean, the, the, the hours they, they go by so fast. I'm, I'm,
3: the time will be speeded up for the elect, or something <laughs> the like days that. Days will be I don't, shortened for the elect. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the radio show will be shortened for the elect. Well, <laughs> <and> yes, <laughs> yes, and no. Uh, should I? Hopefully it goes on for a long time. Should I
3: throw in our address right well, now? Well, before you do,
1: okay, you, Terry, I just want to say thank you to David for being here, You're being welcome. willing, to be part of it, this this mandala. We're grateful to you out there listening because it's for you and with you that we do this. We're all part of this community together. We're looking for this wisdom. We're looking for the, the power. We're looking for the love that constitutes the threefold flame. We're looking for those ways that we can expand our hearts, our heart flames, and eventually, and hopefully sooner than later, ascend. That's what victory is all about as we perceive it.
3: That's it. That's it. That's it. And we are at webradio at tsl.org. This is my job, Tom. Webradio at (laughs) tsl.org.
1: And you do it so well. (laughs) Thank you all
2: for being here today.
3: Oh, Oh, indeed. Thanks, everybody.
1: And, you know, as we like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards are out Out of of this this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Until next week, be well.
0: Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.